Yo, what's up? What's going on, family? It's the Cool <laughs> Podcast with your favorite friends, Juice and Dreads. And before we go any further, we have to get give a major shout out to Suddenly Smoke Seasonings, handcrafted, hand pick seasonings for your all your poultry, beef. Even if you vegan or vegetarian, you can put that stuff on. Tofu. Is that what you guys eat? Tofu? It'll make it taste better. <laughs> I um, um, I mean, yeah, man. We out here. What up? What's up? Hold on. My mic just came unplugged. Oh, we back. We back. Oh, we good. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Shout out to um, Harrison. Harrison support us. We support him. Um, Suddenly smoke. Put some stuff in your mouth. Suddenlysmoke.com. You can find them on social media, Instagram, Suddenly Smoke. Check it out. Go buy some. It's like, what, $5 a bag? Dude, that'll last you a couple months if you cook like I do. But if you don't cook at all, it'll probably last you a year. It'd be one of those things like season salt. You can always find season salt in somebody's house that's been there probably <laughs> since 05. Guaranteed. I guarantee you, it's, it's black pepper in somebody's house right now that's been there since 1990. It's probably seen four presidential. Now, black pepper, I would say more, but you know, black people, we love salt. Niggas using that season salt. <laughs> my, shit, my, my shit might last a month. I ain't gonna lie. That's when I knew I had a problem. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm putting way too much of this shit on food. Yeah, man. If yeah. Every, every time I go grocery shopping, I had to buy some more. Some season salt? You out here. You were out here, blood Dude. pressure, blood pressure Dude. a thousand. Dude, when I went to go check, I, when I went to go get my yearly checkup, I haven't gotten it this year. I was surprised that they didn't tell me I had blood pressure because I was like, "Dude, I, I realized I put a lot of salt on food." I did. I don't as much anymore. Yes, that, that's some old people taste buds coming in. You can't taste stuff no more. You got to add that extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put the extra splash on that bit. No salt in here. Can't taste no salt in this shit. Everything tastes bland. <laughs> bland too. <laughs> What's up, Starbucks. man? What's going on, G? Another week we back man, in the got thing. To... We dropping. We, we dropping these things on y'all heads too. Y'all don't even know what's coming. We come on, dude. Week, you know what? It, after we be we be slacking week. on like the marketing, but we be recording these bitches. Legit. So yeah, if anybody's out there that's willing to do like some intern work and mark like do our marketing, hit us up. I mean, Please, we could, we could pay y'all, but it's gonna be a slim margin. Cause I mean, my pockets ain't that fat, but we can we can work something out. I mean, I can give y'all like some Starbucks gift cards. I can I can do that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I said, we out here another week. Your boy, uh, I'm in Chicago this week. Out here, just got here the other day. Just got here. Shout out to uh, Southwest. They let your boy change your flight, moved it up. I was supposed to come out here. I was supposed to actually come here on Wednesday, but I was mm. able to move it. I was able to move it to Monday. Um, shout out to Southwest for this. Like Southwest is by far my favorite airline because of this feature. Boom. They don't charge you to change. They right? don't charge you. So I missed my flight yep. on Monday night. And I was like, boom, switch my flight to the next, the Tuesday morning one. Boom. No charge. 
and no charge. Blags fly free. Ba- bags fly free. Jeez. It's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you just saying? <laughs> bags fly free. Two of them, bitch. Two of them. Legit. And shoot, American and Deltas went up on baggage fees. Y'all gotta watch that, man. I think it's like yep, 30 bucks did. for the I first was, one and like 40 bucks for the second one. Like, come well, you on. know. Well, if we ever fly together, like on one of those, like I can get your bags for free too, because of military shit. Nice. So well, I don't know. Like sometimes I, I, I want to go up there and lie and say I'm in there and be like, ah, I don't got my ID. But don't me. you still got your ID from your pops or no? Dude, that thing is so expired. <laughs> 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 like I, I feel like the color that I have don't even have that color no more. Like, yeah, yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah, bro. Like I haven't. I didn't. I haven't had a military ID since 2012 because I tried to go mm. and get one, but something some happened. Something happened, and I just like fuck it. I don't need it. Yeah, after a certain point, I think they don't like let you get that shit no more. Because unless you're like, like a spouse, like you have to be in school, like some type of like college. Yeah, and it's like no, <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, it's all right. If I need some, I know people with it. Goddamn right. But yeah, dude, I don't know what people's like thing with South. Like niggas, be, oh, I don't like to fly Southwest. I'm like, why not? That's the best airline. Like y'all tripping. See, I know one person was like, they don't have TVs on their flight. I'm like, bro, you got a fucking laptop, dude, and they got free Wi-Fi. Solely because you get two free bags, that give like that if I'm if I'm not paying for the flight, if I'm not paying for it, if it's on somebody else's dime, I'm flying Delta. Cause I'm like, I'm, a, I'm, whoever's paying for it, they gonna get that 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 the bun of the purchase. Because I mean, I prefer Delta. But if I'm paying for it, I'm gonna go Southwest because it's two free bags. Like you can't beat the two free bags, <laughs> like and and the no cancellation fee. Like it's hard to beat that as a consumer. It's hard to beat that, it's hard to beat that as a consumer. Hard to. It's like you you can't find a deal better than that. Like on nowhere. I haven't flown Delta in a while. I'm normally I'm normally flying American. I mean, yeah. But Only I have a, I have a lot of rewards points with them too, though. Solid. Yeah. Solid. That's that grown up talk. Solid. What we gonna What we gonna attack this week? What we got What we got for him this week? Dude, this is this is random as fuck. That's just because like when you told me you were gonna hit like have, need a little minute, I started playing two K. And um, they said you know they always I have LeBron on like my team because I play with the Lakers, and they were like, oh yeah, LeBron, you know, one of the best players in the world, blah 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 blah. My question for you is, so you know we we all know LeBron's coming up on the end of his you know. Mm, can, should we say the end? Is that is that is that is that fair? I mean, he's say? not in his prime no more. He's 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 closer okay. to the end than he is the beginning. All right, so cool. So coming up on the end of you know his legacy, which has been amazing, right? Right. Who do you think has next as the face of the NBA? Um, I would say Giannis. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be by far. Because, I mean, with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, like Kevin Durant is 30. So, I mean, he don't, he he only has probably like five five solid. Oh, damn. Yeah. 
I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. And Giannis is. I don't know. I thought I thought Kevin Durant was like twenty five. Nah, Kevin Durant. Bro, do you remember Greg Oden? You remember how long ago that was? Oh shit! He was the number two pick in that draft. Shit, Kevin Durant played when we were still in college, huh? When he played at Texas. No, he he went. He was in the league before, but it was like, like maybe like a year before, like a year okay, before okay. we got to state. Work. Yeah. Because what, Giannis is how old? Giannis is like 23, maybe. Oh, yeah, that kid's young. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> I can't believe he plays basketball like that. Like, that motherfucker is crazy. Dude, I love it. Ooh, I do. He's so exciting to watch. It's so crazy. Giannis is 24 he, years he, old, and I would say he's going to be the face of the NBA for the next 10 years for sure. Because he already is. Like, he already has, like, a solid cult-like following because it's just, like, small city kid from overseas that was just a raw potential, like, a, a raw player, just all potential. And now he's an MVP candidate in, what, three, four years? And he's, mm-hmm. he still has growing to do. And he's probably one of the top five players in the NBA now. And out of that top yes. five, he would be the youngest in that top five. Yep. Because, I mean, like, the closest you would have is, like, Jason Tatum. But Jason Tatum is nowhere near the Giannis level at all. Nah. But, I mean, in a couple years, I can see him being – like, he can be – I feel like Jason Tatum could be, like, like could be mentioned in the best – like, he can you can make an argument for him. But I would say, hands down, no injuries, Giannis. Because, dude, he – what he's doing is something that – you don't see most people do is like he's staying with his home team and people like low key, like most, <clears throat> we all like that underdog and he's like the underdog basically of the NBA. Mm-hmm. In a, like in a sense, because it's like, you don't like, you don't have constant coverage on him, but his team is like one of the best in the NBA. Like he's been on a, on the ascend since he made it into the NBA. Yeah, Giannis. Giannis is my he's gonna. He, I think he's gonna bring a championship there. If he if he doesn't, I feel like he, if if I feel like at worst, Giannis can take the Bucks to at least two finals. Yeah, at least two. I think they're gonna go this year. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I like the, only the, other person I, I, I like see. the Raptors a lot, bro. I've been saying, I was just about to say, the only person, I, other team I can see getting in their way is the Raptors. But and and but and it's all it's another thing is like you like because the crazy thing with the East and it's wild because like you got four teams that are like all right, the, this is who we're well three teams. You got the Celtics because I mean. Even though they're they're not playing their best basketball at this moment, we know like once he gets to the, if they they gonna get right when the playoffs yeah, come. Like if you can ball, your best game is gonna come out in the playoffs. So you got Boston, mm-hmm. the 76ers, which is a like one through five could possibly be like the best starting lineup in the in the East, best starting lineup in the East. Not gonna say in the NBA because. The best star lineup in the NBA is the Warriors. Like at every position, <laughs> like like 
they have <laughs> not fair. At every position, they have at least the top three player, like one of the top three players at their position. That's so crazy. Because Steph, like, you, can, you can make an argument with Steph Curry that he could be possibly the best point guard in the league. Klay Thompson, right. maybe third. Because, I mean, you can't name James Harden. He's like, James Harden probably be number one. And then after that, you're like, uh, who, 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 who? Klay Thompson. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Like, you, most people say he's 1A and 1B in terms of best players in the NBA now. Draymond Green. He's kind of falling off, but I would much rather have him on my team. And fucking DeMarcus Cousins. I heard them are uh, uh, Boogie. Uh, once, like, that's the thing. Like, nobody's going to win the championship as long as that team's together. <laughs> like, nobody's going to win the championship. Like, once like, once they break up, that's when everybody like can Patriots. start eating again. Because nobody's going to eat yeah. as long as the like, – as long as, as long as you have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and and or Kevin Durant or Dream, I mean not Draymond Green or Demarcus Cousin on that team, you're gonna be cold press, cold press to find somebody that's gonna beat them. Because at any at any moment, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Boogie or Kevin Durant can go off for thirty points, easy forty points, easy. At any point That's in so the game, scary. so it's like, oh man, so unfair. But how do you beat that? How dude, do you beat that? You beat you beat you that. Don't. You beat that by playing your game and hopefully getting them to the point where they where they mess up. Because it's not going to be a thing to where you just like blow them out consistently. It, it's nah. going to have to be a, a mistake on their part because they're too good of a team to just like like if they and if they do get blown out, it has to be something like. An injury had to happen, or some like somebody get thrown out the game. It's not going to be just you go up straight up against them and beat them in basketball. I don't see that happening. <laughs> nope. I don't see that happening, Hell. dude. But Le- uh, LeBron is going to be. Not quite. <sighs> huh? Because I was going to ask you another question about basketball. Talk to me. So. Since we're we're already on sports, we keep talking about it. But uh, legacies, right? Because you say Giannis, of course, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Do you think that Kevin Durant tarnished his when he made that move to the Warriors, and now people are just kind of like, not really give a fuck about because, you? Because, dude, five, ten years from now, we're not gonna remember that. True. Do you think him and Kyrie would go to New York? I somebody said I'm not sure who, so I can't quote. But said like nah, they're too soft to go to play in New York. I mean, my thing like, is, isn't there the... Go ahead. If you want, if you want to make a balanced league, that would be a good move. Yeah. Because I mean, you, like you have like probably I would say two of the top fifteen players in the NBA on, on one of the biggest markets in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That market making a resurgence back, and then now, now the Warriors isn't as strong. Even though, like, even if they could keep Boogie, they, I mean, they would be a good team. But I mean, you take Kevin Durant away, I don't like. I mean, they could. The Warriors will still win a championship. I can. I, I'm telling you, like, I, I, if the Warriors can keep three, well, I would say four of the five people that they have now in their starting lineup, they will win a championship next year if they can keep four of the five people. But Kyrie and KD going to the Knicks would be great for the NBA, for sure. The Knicks need that, man. Those are some of the most loyal fans I've ever seen in my yeah. life. 
for sure. They they deserve some silver lining for real. Like New York Knicks fans, dude. The Nets has has came to to New York and got better than the Knicks. The Nets. Yes, isn't that crazy? That boy D'Angelo Russell is balling, dog. Dude, I mean, check this out. He it was it was the classic. Hey, I'm a good player. I just need to be in a different surrounding. Yeah, I messed up. That's behind me. Because that check this out. The Lakers had three number two picks in a row. He was our first one. They traded him away. We got Brandon Ingram. And then we end up getting Lonzo Ball. If we would have kept him and not got Lonzo Ball or kept him and not got Brandon Ingram, we would be straight right yep. now. As a Fuck Lakers all fan. The dumbass trades we did. <laughs> like as a Lakers fan, we would be straight right now with D'Angelo Russell. And I when I when we traded him away, I was like, why? I was like, that kid is good. I feel, I feel like it's, I feel like at the Lakers, we don't give players time to. Dude, dude, no, 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 no. They traded like you remember the thing he did with Swaggy P. That's why they traded him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's like, right. You can't, you can't have a, you can't have a snitch in the locker room, basically. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like you, and it's one of those things where now, like, you look back and you forgive him because I mean, he was 18 years old. Like, yeah, he's a kid, and of course, it don't matter if you were 18 or 56. Everybody makes mistakes. Like, but what he did went to Brooklyn. My boy is making a name for himself out there. Like he could possibly be a, uh, he's gonna be an All Star next year. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be an All Star. Sure. If he doesn't get hurt, he's gonna be an All Star. We we need to go to that shit next year. Where's it gonna be? I don't know. We going? I know they already got it announced. You know they do. It's gonna be All Slot. Let me go. Check. Let me look that up. But yeah, besides that, man, um, the tournament's coming up. Everything's I mean, um, yo, I love college basketball, dude. Everything starts on I really thir- do. Well, the official tournament starts on Thursday. So right now, who you saying? Like, what? Who's your favorite to win the whole thing? Cause I'm saying Duke. I don't care, even mm-hmm. though I, I know they're not like. Duke's not gonna win it, but I, I would say they have the Duke, best team. If not, who are all the teams in it right now? Like, I don't know. You know I'm like, is for is Florida State still in? I don't know. It? I haven't saw the bracket yet. Because if it, because if not Duke, then I'm I'm picking Florida State. I know. Oh, so the All Star Weekend next year is gonna be in Chicago. Are we in that hub? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, dude. I mean, it's just like it only takes one game. That's the only thing. It takes one yeah. game. If you can beat the motherfuckers with one game, that's all you need. Yeah, uh, because the last game I saw them play was against Florida State. They got off to a rocky start, but then you know. Dude. They found their way. Yeah. See, my my thing is, I just feel boys, like there's nobody. Ball, man. I feel like there's nobody in college that can guard Zion. No. <laughs> like, he's too big and fast for no. anybody that's in college. Dude, even when he just goes into the, he just drives and it, like he's just like throwing the ball up there. You still can't stop him because he's so big. Like, yeah. Like he's going like. He's the biggest person. He's the biggest person on the court. 
probably the fastest person on the court. Could possibly be the strongest person on the court. And could possibly be the person that wants it the most on the court. You can't beat that. <laughs> like, this dude, his first game back from a knee sprain, he went 13 for 13. Did not miss a shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yo. Dude, every time I see him, I'm like, why do they have this little ass jersey on this baby here? This man jersey be so tight. That's why you busting out the damn shoes, boy. Tell him to give your clothes a fit. Dude, I mean. Him, RJ Bear, like, you can't, you're not going to, I just don't see, I don't see it happening, bro. I don't see people beating that team. I'm telling you, like, the only way they lose, if you get a team that com- that's coming in, they just can't, if, like, it gets to a point to where uh, one team can't miss and you can't miss mm-hmm. shots. Because I. Like, you can't. Go ahead. I, I don't think you can just – like, Duke is one of those teams, like, it's going to be hard-pressed for you to go and just beat them straight up. Yeah. Like – And even if you, like – because sometimes they'll do what the Warriors do, right? They'll, like, first half teams will keep up with them, blah, blah, blah. And then second half, which would technically be considered their fourth quarter or whatever, they just run off on their ass. Yeah. I mean, you have and to look be at like, like – They have Coach K. One of the greatest coaches to ever coach. You have Coach K, man. So it's like it's kind of hard to root like to root against him. <laughs> I, I mean, love Coach K. Did you know the coach from North Carolina? He has like a condition. Uh, um, vertigo. Yeah, I had watched the last game. I watched. He had kind of like just stump. Like uh, I can't imagine having that constantly. But my little cousin like, had that once. He I know said he that shit was like, scary. It's only it only happened like twice publicly, because they said it happened like a couple of years ago against Louisville, and he just like his his body just goes numb, like he can't, like yeah, it just recently happened, yeah. Too. But it's just like his body just like gives out, and it's like pain, and he like my boy old, he's weak. <laughs> like it's it's weird, but he can't be. Stressing himself out too much. I mean, and, and I, I don't think like I mean the same thing like uh, what's the dude got Urban Meyer. You're in a high intense. You're a high intense and demanding field, where you're working, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Because, college coaches, unlike in like NFL coaches or NBA coaches, their job never stops. Because mm-hmm. you're all right, season's coming. All right, season's over. Let's recruit. Okay, recruiting season's over. Let's get these players in. Let's start workouts. Like, you really have no time off. And nah. now you're responsible for football. Like, in college football, like 100, 100 kids. <laughs> you're responsible for 100 for, kids. <laughs> like, for, for now your kids now. <laughs> who are now your kids? Exactly. Like, these parents. You're their second dad. Yeah. Yeah. And you you have to make yeah. sure they're not doing anything crazy. Make sure you you mm-hmm. like your coaches aren't doing anything crazy. Like it's like oh yeah man like it's crazy. It's it's an intense environment, and I could see like how if you do have any small health problems, it can intensify into something like really worse. Yep. But my prayers go out to Roy John. I mean War Williams, and um, yeah man. Hope it's a good tournament. I want to see some upsets. 
I want to see some upset. Me too. I want to see some upset. I'm always for that. For real. What's, uh, what's happened? Oh, a lot of crazy, a lot of sad stuff has happened. These yeah, dude. Weeks, a... man. So we were talking on the phone earlier, and um, you're, we're, we were commenting on the Jess Hilarious thing. And then you, yeah. you, were, you were saying, and we put this at a topic of the show, about basically calling black people out for being racist, right? Right. And I'm and and going to the record, I'm not calling just hilarious racist. I'm I'm just that brought up a deeper deeper topic of uh how black people always try to racist. Right. So when they say or do racist things, they'll be like, Oh well, it's cool because I'm I can't be racist. I'm like, nah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what that means. Like that's weird. Like I know, like some, I know a lot of races, a lot, young, old, whatever. Like, and I just think that. Um, so okay, background into the just hilarious thing. So apparently, she was getting on a plane. She was recording these um, these sick men who had like turbans on and shit. And um, she was just saying, like, she was kind of making these jokes of, like, she felt threatened and all these things. You later see her come back saying, like, oh, um, they got kicked off the plane. So I guess my feelings were correct, blah, blah, blah. We don't know why they got kicked off the plane, you know, whatever. Um, And me, myself, personally, I just said, I thought that was kind of ignorant. I thought, you know, I just feel it's kind of like the same situation as if, um, you know, when a white person, you know, it comes in spaces with black black people and then they say, oh, I feel threatened when they ha- when the person isn't directly doing anything to you and, like, calls the police or something. Now, that's not what happened in the case. Like, she wasn't directly the reason why they got kicked off the plane. We don't know why they got kicked off the plane. I mean, we know. We could speculate, but we don't know for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. So that's what we're talking about. And that just brought me back to the whole idea of, like, black people saying that they can't be racist i think that that's strange but drizzy it's always so funny because me and drizzy like we i feel like we go really in depth into it when we're like having private conversations but i think it's good to like let it out because some things you know i just feel like people wouldn't take the right way if we said it on air but um where was i going with that but yeah i just think that um if you're going to be outraged about one situation, if that's what you're into, you know, like the whole, like I'm outraged. Cause I'm not like outraged, but I do think that it's a double standard. If you're going to be mad about one situation, then you should be mad about the other one. That's how I feel. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, that's what you have to do, but that's just how I feel. Like if, if as a people, we're going to be mad at how somebody does that's our people, then we should be mad if it's our people doing it to somebody else. That's just how I feel. So we should hold them accountable for their actions. Right. About a, just holding people accountable, yeah. But see, because that's the thing. I, I feel like in most cases, in most cases, we do. But I like in terms of like black, like in terms of racism. Period. Everybody's racist. Well, every well, every race has racist people in them. Right. There's yeah. no such thing as like, oh, since I'm black, since I went through slavery, we can't be we can't be racist. Yeah, we can. 
that's that's that that's not like that shouldn't be like if if people say that they are ignorant and that's basically what it boils down to because it's not like it is it doesn't you don't have the right to treat somebody else shitty because of how they look because that was something that you were subjected to back in back in the day not saying that it was right but at the same time because it happened don't follow the trend because you're going to keep that same behavior going into the future but i mean well but with the whole like the just hilarious situation and that i mean if she felt threatened she felt threatened like because at this point like i can't say that she didn't but and in the situation if like if you do feel threatened in a situation and it, it, it turns out like you looking like an ass like that's that's on you like you're the person that's gonna look like an ass like not everybody else so like if you feel like that right. do it which is like, what ended up happening huh <clears throat> which is kind of what ended up happening you know so that's what i'm saying so it's like that's like that's why yeah. i was just like dude if you feel if you feel like and that's how how it happens in most in most cases like how we see with the barbecue betty and all that stuff like if you feel threatened call the police if something really is happening it's gonna come out so, and at the end of the day, if it, if it is, you're going to look like an ass. And if it's not, okay, you did a good job. You felt threatened. You did the right thing. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it, barbecue fatty. Like, that's what it comes they down to. It's like, all right, like, like, yeah, man, let them do whatever. Like the truth comes out and the pe- the public opinion is going to, going to basically give you a verdict. <laughs> and that's what's happening with her. <laughs> Like the court of public yeah. public opinion is going to give you your verdict as soon as everything comes out. Sometimes it might be too early, but they're going to that. But see, that's what needs to happen with the. I feel like the internet should be held accountable too, because we don't like we don't hold all these like fake news that we hear accountable for the things that they say. We just listen to it, and if it's false, we just say, "Oh, it's not real." We don't hold that person or that news outlet accountable. That's what that's, that's what true. we need to do. Some type of censorship on the internet. It's not even a censorship. Like, it's like, all right, if you put or, this story out, are you out, saying like, um, it's to like, like filter out like punishment like, for like putting out false stories? So, like, say if you if you did if you put out something that was stupid or false, right? Uh-huh. So say like give us say after the like just a, a crazy situation happened and you go to, you go to Instagram or Twitter or whatever and you put something out about it and it's like it's not based on fact it's just all opinion you should be yeah. like how they're basically calling out just hilarious they should be called out too like they should be scrutinizing in the court of public opinion just like everybody else it right. seems like the internet the internet is undefeated because the internet makes the rules if you get what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. why the internet is undefeated. That's very true the internet is undefeated because nobody 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 calls out the internet we just call out the people that are, that are using the internet you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Very true. That's always been a discussion, though, like, that how, because there was no real regulations put on the internet at the beginning of it, how do we now regulate it? And I just feel like the internet should, like, everybody should be verified if you're using it. Yeah. Because if you're verified, when you put something out there that's stupid, it comes back to you instead of people having burner accounts and saying whatever. Like, 
to me that bi- that's bitch made. <laughs> like you don't go those and- burner accounts. It's like yeah, dude. Like that's bitch made to me. If you can't like, say that shit to me, if you, then like if you're, you're gonna say something, say it. Don't say it behind a mask and take that mask mm-hmm. off. And whatever happens with 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 this persona that you were holding, it just goes to the wayside because that person's not real. Like no, if you put something up, somebody should be able to come to you and say, hey. Why did you say this? Instead of it being an egg on on Twitter, like everybody needs to be be, be verified that uses the internet. Because I that'd be tough. Cause we I got would, the dark web and shit. Now I too. would hundred <laughs> check this out. It will be. It's hard now because the floodgates are already open. Mm-hmm. But what what happened is what should happen. And I could be giving out somebody a new, like somebody a new Instagram, a new social media platform. Make a platform where everybody's verified. That's all you have to do. Make like make another social media platform where you you can't be on there until unless you're verified. So you won't we won't have cases like this, or where you have cyberbullying, or people putting out false information, or scams. Like we won't have that because whoever account this is, is going to be linked back to somebody else. It's going to be linked back to the owner. And that person is going to be accountable for what happens. Like that should be putting into, I should, I should be on the, I should be in the Senate right now. <laughs> you said in the Senate? I should be in the Senate. You can have like, that politics. I'm not, like, dude, like the crazy thing, bro, like politics is so easy. It's just niggas are greedy. Like niggas are greedy. Mm-hmm. That's all because there's no reason like, because a, a politician is there for the betterment of the people that you're representing. If 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 you're a, if you're a politician or senator, and you're, the community that you're representing is shit, and you have a good house, you're not a good representative. Like you're not doing a good job because you should like just how in the NBA, if a GM makes bad moves, he gets fired. The team is still there. Right. But the t- like the team moves on, like the team finds somebody else. That like if and I feel like that's what we need to like oh man, this is a whole we're about to go off topic. I'm about to go. This what we need to do in our black communities, man. We need to come together. Find our find our our platform and what we want for our communities. Mm-hmm. And start, like, and start, start saying, "Hey, we need this. If we don't get this, we're not voting for you. And whoever gives us this, we're gonna vote for them. And make sure that person votes for you. <laughs> like, like that's like because pol- politics is all dollars. Whoever you pay, that's whoever gonna say. Like, if I paid such and such to say dogs are fucking blue, Fred, that two million dollar check, he's gonna say dogs are blue." at the end of the day like politicians are on they're there to get paid to like they're your spokesperson i was about to say be your spokesperson they're your spokesperson like you're paying you're paying them to relay your problems to the the other powers around the world or in, in our country to get help or to fix it or to to find solutions basically and it seems like they're just finding more money to put in their pockets like at the end of the day because it's crazy how like states like Mississippi, Alabama are so underdeveloped and they're only getting, they're only, those states are only getting factory jobs and you have states like Chicago and New York and 
whatever else, people are paying crazy amount of taxes just to like just to live there. Like businesses are like it's crazy that New York places like Amazon are going to places like New York because they don't like new places like New York are giving Amazon tax breaks to where they don't have to pay taxes. You know, Amazon is probably one of the biggest, like had one of the largest revenues, income revenues last year, and there was tax zero dollars. Yeah, I know. Me and my dad were talking about like that. Like what? Shit. Why, 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 why so would you crazy. take those jobs in Mississippi or Alabama or these underserved places? But because they have factories like that here in Texas, it goes like, back to it go back to the politicians though. The politicians aren't pushing for it. Like the politicians are trying to keep that. Like, I think I'm coming to the point where I'm starting to realize that the nation are is looking like they're they're they still, even though we've progressed and advanced advanced technologically, the blueprint in which our country was like basically the South was basically like farms and, and working people. They're trying to keep it like that. Mm-hmm. It's still very underdeveloped in those oh, areas, even like in the Midwest. Like it's it doesn't make sense to me that we have Nashville looks way better than Alabama. I mean Tennessee. Atlanta way better than Kentucky. Alabama, Mississippi. Kentucky. You got Kentucky yeah. right there. Florida. Like all these states are in the South and all these, you have these tech giants and these financial firms going here, but they're skipping over places like New Orleans. Like New Orleans is starting to get a resurgence now. But before it was like, nah, man, like shit. Nah, fuck that. Like fuck New Orleans. Like at one point, but now it's like, it's New Orleans had, has that like. New Orleans still makes more money than Mississippi and fucking. Dude, they still do. With the with, yes, Alabama, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even after a hurricane came through and almost swept the state away, and and I still got questions about that. Like I'm, I, I heard I heard the Lil Wayne song. I got questions about that. Yeah, bro, come on now. See, I'm like I'll tell you, come this is gonna now. be a whole different episode, man. It's gonna be my conspiracy theory episode. I'm telling you, I'm on that drink too. Hey, do we talk about whatever we want to talk about? Cause that shit's real, you know what I'm saying? Like why? And you know, just to interject again, why? So we we talk about you know the levees in New Orleans stuff like that. Why Flint, Michigan, still doesn't have clean water? Still, America, come on, man, come on, dog. Basically, what they've told those people in Flint, Michigan is, we don't give a fuck about you. We'll forget about we you. We're gonna forget it. Like you'll 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 all eventually die. Some eventually. We have kind of written you off. We're gonna get this property we, for little, little to net, little to nothing. Turn it into a suburb. <laughs> That's turn it into happen. a suburb. Yo, you know what's crazy is like after that Flint, Michigan thing, it made me start to think about where I'm from, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, right? So when we first moved to Mississippi, I moved from Kentucky, and well, we would always come visit, and where I'm from, they they'll have what we call a boiling water alert. And I was, it always seemed strange to me that, you know, why the fuck we got to boil the water? Like what? Like we're, the town I'm in, in Clinton, like we didn't have to do that, but Jackson did. And I, I remember asking my mom one day, I was like, mom, like that, that just doesn't seem right. Like, why are they having to boil the water? You know what I'm saying? And then once all that Flint shit came out, I was like, yo, the water in Jackson 
is fucked up. No. It's fucked up. If you're having to boil water every week, why are you having to boil the water? Exactly. Like, that's not safe. Like, what? I've lived in plenty of cities. I don't have to boil my fucking water. Like, what are you talking about? Because the water is unsafe. It's unsafe. But the thing is, they don't want to say it out loud. They, they don't want to put it in okay. public because you're going to have these politicians losing their losing their jobs, losing their money. So what yep. you do is you, you have to make it seem like you care without caring. <laughs> like, you, oh. you have to put on Boiling this face as if you care. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is so crazy. And uh, I don't know, man, just, that, I saw somebody make a video of what the water looks like in Flint and... That shit just hurt me, bro. And like, and this the is lack the, of this is the country that we pay taxes life. in, bro. Like, we paying all these taxes for nothing. But those people and 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 they're and they're cutting people's water off because they won't pay the water bill. The water looks like d- dirt, <laughs> brown. And you want me to pay my water bill? Are you fucking crazy? I can't take a bath in that. That's ridiculous. Thousand. People have thousand dollar water bills because they're not paying it. I'm like, dude. <sighs> Man. Ain't gonna be like I we talk about all the time offline, but there's not gonna be a middle class of people in the next twenty years. No. You're either gonna have money or you're not. But the cause the crazy thing is like the the middle class was the biggest threat to the to the elite people. They were the mm-hmm. biggest. They were the bigger threat because, like, they were the they like they were that people that all right. We made it for like we understand how not to be poor. We know that we have to like we work our jobs, we save our money, and we we basically try try to build wealth in our family. The middle class were starting to build wealth, and then once you once you like because you know it's a cycle. Once you get to a point where like all right, this wealth started building, you move up. And yep. the one percent turns to five percent. You can't have that. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you like you have to find some way to tear this down. And that's when we had like what what ha- like the wars that happened like back when I was in like middle school or elementary school. Then you had like this stock market, yeah, the crash, Iraqi war, like and all the that. stock market crash and like what oh eight oh nine or like something like that when like the market just went crate cr- like went down and like they had the bailouts and like um. Like all this stuff right here happened to wipe out the middle class, and now like <laughs> basically you you have these these I guess quiet periods in the middle to where we like you give that like l- like that lower class that hope to where like oh yeah we're trying to help the middle class we're trying to help the middle class and then some stupid happens again <laughs> like like it's, it seems like it's always a trend to where it's like all right once it gets to a point where if it, it feels like we're about to cross this hump it gets knocked back down they say we're trending to um be headed in another recession dude yeah i can see it happening I keep telling people that niggas are like, oh no, I'm like, nah, I kn- I know you're not like looking into that like me. Like, no disrespect, but like the last couple of years, like you've had me on my shit. So like I pay attention like a lot more to like what's going on in the world financially. And I'm like, nah, dude. 
this is definitely very reminiscent of when we had a recession back in what 2008 because like what's <laughs> happening bro it's just like dude like who the people that run in this country they're like they're really trying to just like they're trying to keep all the money to themselves dude, it's, like it's, i see and i think that's the real problem like the that's what it has with millennials is that we're finding so many different ways to get to that point that they're like, oh, no, nah, these little motherfuckers. Fuck yeah, that. Because the crazy thing, like, because I feel like what really, like, what helped a lot during that, like, this, like I guess the climb into, um, like, the climb back up, I guess, out of the recession was technology. Like because it, like like tech from '08 to now, the last ten years, so crazy. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like it moved at such a rapid pace to where like like you like the economy the, the economy had to spark again because I mean, dude, like we went from having iPods in '09 to now we just have a, a phone that does everything we needed to do. Like people were people like people were still like looking at. The like ha- having an ox in the court, having the ox in their car as a like a special feature, and now like nah, we we got Bluetooth now. That's crazy. Right. I still have one of my iPods. It's wild out here, man. The world crazy, bro. And like, like I tell people all the time, like dude, like like you say, it goes back to you know holding the internet accountable, like. Stop believing something that you read on the fucking internet and go research it to make sure what you're reading is the truth. Because I'm not saying everything you read on the internet is wrong, but I'm telling you, it's a lot of people out here who are just riding this wave of social oh, media, it's claiming a, it's to be opinion. gurus of shit, and they don't know shit, and they're telling you wrong shit. Because, like, what I see a lot of, I see, like, and I think this is something that's starting to happen, like, within this past, like, couple years. It's just, like, like legitly, people are just saying wild, outlandish shit just to have a long thread underneath their name. Like, like, pe- like, cause, like, it's it's ridiculous to me. It's like you you just say this crazy stuff to just like have all these retweets and likes and comments on your thing. It's like what you said made no sense in the first place. <laughs> like, and you like, and people like people. I feel like people use that platform to go and start arguments to, I guess, to, because it, it goes back to the, a point that I, I um, it's something I learned like a couple years ago. It was like, it was, a, I was reading about a study about like cell phones and social media and how like, basically like notifications are a drug to us. Like it shoots endorphin to our heads every time we hear our phone beep. Mm. So yeah, so I can believe that. So just imagine you like you get to a point where you you feel like you constantly have to have notifications. You can you get to a point where you're just saying something wild, just so just so you can argue with people, even though you you don't truly believe what you said. You just said it to spark a conversation. I feel like we know people like that. I know people like that. <laughs> like you like you just say wild stuff just to spark a conversation or just to get a reply. It's like, dude, like. If you feel like that, talk to a friend. Like you have friends to talk to. You don't have to say something stupid out here. And now you have, like, you got all this other stuff going into where, 
and it gets to a point to where the thread is not even about you anymore. <laughs> like, no, it's turned into something totally different. It's like, huh, like, I don't know. It, that that just goes to me. I'm just totally against like social media anyway. I hate it. I use it because I mean it's a great tool. It's a great tool. Don't Bro, get me wrong, but I, I it, aspire to be of the level of like minding my own fucking business that Drizzy is at in his life. Dude, because I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I ain't there yet. Dude, right. people, like, I don't know half the shit that's going on in the world. I, Bro, I, be, I be, yo, that's what I love about you and Naja. Because I be telling them shit, and they're like, no, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> like, that, that happened. Because, like, I, like, every, like, everything is our attention, like, everything is like attention grabbers and clickbait now. Yeah, and if you, do, if you don't keep your head down, you'll get, you'll get trapped into a wormhole, and you, you just know, you, I lost an hour. Of my life, look, looking at. I, I lost the hours. I started looking at a video uh, with a chick's ass, and I ended up somewhere in China. Like what? <laughs> like that's what, like like it, it's, it gets so real out here. Like I'm just like ah, I'm cool. That's so funny that you brought that up because I was gonna like say like I may be addicted to twerk videos, man. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong, like I, I, I do, like I do take my time out to go and I scroll through timelines and I see like comments or whatever. But it's just like I, I look at it as entertainment because I'm like, right. that's what they're, they're out here do, they're doing it for attention. Exactly. Like it's, I feel like it's like that. It's like that girl we had. Everybody had in high school that would just always yell and talk loud. Oh my god. That chick. See, I know, you know, you know exactly loud. what I'm talking about. You had one of those girls. We had one of those girls. It's like. No, like they took everything to over the top. They can never talk at regular volume, and they always wanted to be in the in the conversation. It reminded me a lot of Twitter. Shout out to Twitter, bro. <laughs> like and I'm, like I say, like it's a love hate thing, but more 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 hate than love. Because don't get me like I said, like I, it's a great tool to market and connect with people. But if you're just using it to pass time, I feel like you you should find something to do with your time. <laughs> like, <laughs> please. For real. Like, you should find something to do with your time. Because it, like, it's, dude, because it, it really surprises me every week. Because, uh, you know, you, like, I don't know if you, you probably do it too. I mean, I have an iPhone, you have an iPhone. But, so every Sunday, they give you, like, the, uh, your weekly, like recap on like how much you like how much screen time and stuff you had. Oh yeah, I I just always click off of it. I don't never look at it for. Dude, my shit. It's like it seems like my shit reduces every week. <laughs> no, nah, my shit be high. I ain't even gonna flex. Cause I look at it like cause I, I look at like the thing like cause I spend majority of my time on my phone, basically FaceTiming, FaceTiming playing mm-hmm. music. Hey, I play a lot of music. Like I just, I do everything. Like I can be, I can have my computer at home, and I'll still look it up on my phone. And I realized that I was like, dude, you have a problem. See, I do that too because I feel like me with me, I feel like I can do it faster on my. Like if I'm doing something that requires my attention, mm-hmm. I put my phone away and I use my computer. My yeah. computer. But if I'm looking at like if I'm, oh man, I need to find this out. It's easier for me to type on a computer, and I know my phone will move. I'm, it's easier for me to type it on my phone because I know my phone will move faster than my computer. Ah, you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't have to, like, I mean, 
your computer could lag a little bit and you're like, fuck, I can just do this shit on my phone, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, yeah. You'd be looking at that bitch and then typing it on your fucking computer. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like, I like I don't know how, how I got this or how, where where I got this thought from, but I only, like, I only use certain things. Like, I only use my computer. I only pull my computer out if I'm going to do something. I only pull my, like, iPad out if I'm, like, if I'm, um, if I'm listening to music or I'm doing a podcast and I do everything else on my phone. Like, I mean, of course, like, phone calls and, all, like, all that other stuff. Like, I, I come, I compartmentalize or organize my actions per based on the device that I'm using. Which is weird. It seems like I'm, oh, it was so weird that I did. Like, huh, to think about it is weird. It's really weird. But it's true. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey man, I, I like I, I like the direction that uh, the show went today. Yeah, I really do. Maybe. But yeah, we like we do have to talk about this because I feel like, um, some like all right. First of all, we do send all of our prayers and all of those good vibes to the people that lost their lives in New Zealand. What happened there shouldn't happen anywhere. Like terrorism is a real thing, and we should take it serious at all accounts, man. Like very, we very. should hold we should hold all people accountable, especially all domestic terrorists here in the United States for sure. Yes. Um, but um, to a bigger point, and shout out subtly smoke handcrafted seasonings for my boy Harrison out there in North Carolina, man. Get you some, put some stuff in your mouth. Um, like so. We live in an age, and we live in an age where, especially, I, I think it's a millennial thing, too, where a lot of millennials, we, it seems like we always have the solution for the action, but we never, like, we never take, we, we always have, we always have the solution, but we never take, we never put that solution into action. And that's, is one of the biggest, like, one of the biggest things that, like, corals that I have. That's probably one of my biggest quotes with social media too, because it's like everybody's out here putting all this crazy stuff out here. We should do this, we should do that, and then none of that shit ever happens. And you sitting there wondering why this thing happened again, and you putting up the same post that you put up about the last thing that happened that was like this, and you still never got up and did a change. The only thing you did was pull out your phone and retweet something or like something. Like, like when, like when did that become supporting? <laughs> oh my god i was i was just about to say that like, when, mean, like when, when did just like a simple retweet become support because that's nothing know. dude that's nothing because you didn't even think about it that's one second you don't even think about it anymore you don't have to think about that because that's basically like freaking muscle memory to you you do that all the time all exactly. day like, like it's it like <sighs> i think it goes I, back to what you said as a part of accountability right because yeah. like most people don't have an accountability partner, you know, like, luckily, like, I have you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm not on my shit, like, you on my head about that shit. And right. I think a lot of people don't have that, like, in their life, like, anybody, not even, like, a parent or whatever, just to hold them accountable. Because, like, I, I know, like, I think that was my shift into, like, 
actually doing shit. I was like, all right, dude, you're going to say you want to do all this shit, but are you going to, are you going to fucking do it? Cause if not, shut the fuck up. And uh, something in my head just clicked one day. I was like, look, dude, you have like, if you don't have a plan, you don't have shit. You have to have a plan. Shout out to my pops. Like if I hadn't, if I didn't learn anything from my dad, my dad stressed that to us. Hey, look, if you want to go off, you want to be a stripper, whatever, whatever. My dad has never said that. But if that's what we wanted to do, he's like, look, you need to have a plan. He's like, listen, I'm all cool. You don't want to go to school. Cool. Whatever. What's your plan? What you going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to make money? How are we going to live? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Planning. And um, it's important, dude. It's important. Like you said, like to put actions behind the words, like. You made a good point because until this moment, I, ne- I never thought about that. Like people were like, oh, well, I'll repost you and I'll do that, I'll do that. I feel like, yo, that's cool for like awareness, you know, helping me create awareness. But how are you really supporting me in my business? Dude, I, think, I think that's the cheap, that's the easy way out, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I, 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 I get it when it turns to like, see what, like somebody's music or something like that. I mean, of course. you, you want entertainment, to watch yeah. But I'm talking about when you're talking about real social things that are impacting people's daily lives Mm, okay that's when action needs to be taking place because i mean a simple saying oh a simple oh hey pray for the people in blah 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 blah," instead of a play for the people in front instead of sending bottles of water to front like stuff like that yeah like yeah you yeah you say on on the internet that you're worried about them but what did you what did you actually do well, I, I retweeted it. Did that equal to bottles of water, my nigga? Like, what? <laughs> like that's what. Like that's what. Like for real. We like. I I think our society has brought us to a place where we think the like even the smallest thing that we do is such a big deal. I have to say, it makes a bigger impact than what it really does. Cause like, how like. It's, it's I, I, and I mean, it's probably just how I grew up and where I come from because I, dude, in a small town, like you, you, you see, you see that people care, you see that people respect, you see that people love, like you see that people hate, like all you see all that stuff because we don't like, since you're so close together, there's nowhere to hide. Like, like it's a lot, it's a lot of people's, it's a lot of people back where I, like back where I'm from that don't have Instagrams. Like they don't like, like their, like their Instagram is, their Instagram is legitly looking through a photo book or their Twitter is like going to like the, 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 the corner store and talk like, and talk to the homies at the corner store. Like that's like, <clears throat> I, I, I still, I'm still in the mindset of, of a community, everybody being together yeah, and not like that. <sighs> Not, I, I was like not like the city shit I feel like it's more like a city thing right because it seems like compared to the city and the country no, in the city nobody's together it just seems like everybody's out for self right and in the country it's like if you see somebody on the side of the road you like, gonna you'll pull, pull over you'll pull over and see what's going on instead of just driving past them like that's like that's that's what I feel like I'm in, I'm in between because I, I I've I've I lived one side and I've been to the other side and like yeah. it's totally different, dude. <laughs> like totally different. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> just to interject something funny. You said about that, uh, because my people live out here in the country, but it was like I'm leaving work in the morning. It was the nigga on the side of the road. I thought about it. 
Then I was like, hell no. I kept going. It was too dark. But it's a, it, because they might have kidnapped me. It, it was a situation that you felt uneasy about. Yeah, a little scary. But if it was daytime, I would have but and that, But that totally makes sense, though. Because, I mean, you most people wouldn't pick nobody up at the, at the nighttime unless, like, they really look like they need help. Yeah, all I saw was lights blinking. I was like, hell no. <laughs> oh, keep going. I'd be watching too many horror movies, man. Yeah, I mean, and but and the crazy like it that's that that's a to, that's a totally fine reaction because I can I can relate to that like that that's it's 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 a scary thing it's because scary you're yeah up, you're picking up a stranger right but yeah. but in the like it's just like we but in the like it just seems like the country aspect of it like dude we, I remember check this is a, like oh just a weird story we were. We were, we were um, mainly guys I work with. We were somewhere in the middle of Kansas. No, nobody like I mean, there's not shit in Kansas. Nothing around us. We had a flat tire, dude. Oof. So we're driving, trying to go there. We couldn't drive on the side no more. Pull on the side of the road. Some random guy. We don't know who he is. He don't know who he is, who we are. He just stopped. We were like, hey, you guys need some help? We're like, yeah, man, we need a, a tire change. The dude would have changed the tire for free. He was like. I understand how it is. If you guys don't have anything, I, like I understand, but I just know I'm helping you out of the kindness of my heart. Like shit, like that. You won't. You won't get stuff like that. You won't get stuff like that in Atlanta. You won't get stuff like that in New York or L.A. Like no niggas are gonna pass you. Like they don't take time to like, hey man, I see somebody that needs help. They they're doing. They're they're not doing it for admiration or like for. Uh, for likes, they're doing it because they want to. Yep. And I feel like as a society, that's what we ha- we have to get back to doing stuff like, not for recognition, just doing it because like it's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. do. <laughs> it's the right thing to do because at the end, yeah, like I don't, I don't care, I don't care who you are. It feels good to give and not want anything back. It does. Like, like that's like, what you know if you're religious that's what the good book says right like you are supposed to like if you the good book says if you are giving and you are receive some reward you didn't do that out of the kindness of your heart and you're, you're supposed, supposed to be a, ch- a chill forgiver you're supposed to be yeah, a chill and you're not that's supposed to like fucking oh let me tell you one of the things that irks the shit out of me about today's society is that we feel the need that every time we go and we do a good deed for somebody we have to record it we have to record it. We have how, to let everybody how fucking, know. How lame are you that you're going up to homeless people, giving them money, and, and saying, you're "Oh yeah, I gave this homeless person money, dude." I've, oh my god! Over this past year, I've probably given over five hundred dollars to homeless people. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know until just now. <clears throat> like that's because to me is, I feel like I have it, and you need it. You need it a lot more than I do. I would much rather give it to you. And you don't like you. You don't have to tell me thank you. It would be it would, it would be good if you did, but you don't have to because I'm not doing it for you. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. You know what I always feel like when you see like homeless people on the side road. I don't know if I saw this in a movie or what, but I think I remember like seeing it. Well, maybe the preacher's wife with um Denzel Whitney Washington. Houston, Whitney Houston, and Denzel Washington. Yeah. Oh my god, one of my favorite movies, and. Uh, it makes me think of Denzel Washington, how Denzel Washington was an angel and how yeah. they treated him so bad. And after that movie, I, I, I literally was like, I would never treat somebody that I didn't know like shit because he could be an angel. Yeah. 
that stuck with me forever. And I really believe that. Like my, it was it was this thing. It was like I read this poster, and it it was like one of those high school, like middle school joints. It's like character is who you are when nobody's watching. Yep. And like how I how how I am when I'm around when I'm around the homies is exactly how I am when I'm not around the homies. It's like I don't like because because yeah, it could be a reward or could be some type of. Like acknowledgement for doing these actions, I like. I'm not gonna. Try, I'm not gonna capitalize on it because, like, I'm not doing it for that reason. <laughs> like, and just like you said, like, you you have to treat people how you want to be treated. I'm not because you're because you're homeless. I'm not gonna think that you're lesser than me. It's just you could have had a bad break, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like you had a yeah. bad break, and I, I don't. I don't want everybody. Like, you could be embarrassed by me putting you on fucking Instagram saying I'm giving you money. Exactly. Like, like, like what? It's like, bro, just do it. Like, if just you're going to do, do it, it, do it. You don't have to tell everybody you're going to do it. And, and it's like, well, people are like, oh, but what if you're doing, like, a charity event? I'm like, dude, that's different. Dude, even if you're doing <laughs> a charity event, you don't have to put it on TV. You got, you get tax write-offs. That's how you show it off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like, if you, you want to record it a little bit, that's cool. But I'm just like, dude, get back to doing things really out of the kindness of your heart. Because it's like, we, like you say, me and you came kind of, like, from the flip side, right? So, like. I grew up mostly in big cities, but my family ties are to the country, like little right. towns. Both my parents are from little ass towns, so they always had us come back every summer and come to little ass town. Like my dad's from a town where, like, literally the town's so little, I'm related to everybody who lives there in some shape or form or fashion. Right. Crazy, right? So it's like I like until I became an adult, I realized why my parents always did that. Like, even if we went on family trips, you you was taking your ass to Mississippi at some point in the summer, and I realized I was like, oh, okay. Because you need to know where we came from. Because all this shit that you got right now, we ain't had none of that shit. This, exactly. is, where we, this is where we really this come from. This is what we had. And this, way, this is where you could have been if we didn't decide to be better. Exactly. So, like, I always, like, I like, I remember, like, as I become an adult, I, like, I sat down to my parents. I was like, I really appreciate y'all. Because as an adult, I understand now why we, and I don't even, I love Mississippi. Like, my cousins in the city, they would be mad at me. They was like, bro, you don't fuck with us. You always want to be in the country. Nigga, yes. You know why? Cause they go outside and play. Yes, bro. I'm trying to be out here on these dirt bikes and shit and mud and dirty. Like that's like I'm a country and, nigga at heart. And the, but and the crazy thing is just like, like, it's like, you would go out and go in the country and the whole block is outside playing. Everybody else, you don't know no, you don't know anybody. Y'all just out there playing all day till the sun <laughs> go down. You out there burnt crisp. Only like, time you going like, inside is to use the bathroom. Grandma said, "Come inside. Everybody need to drink some water." Probably eat some watermelon and yeah, yeah right back it. outside. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're out there and like we're just we're out here having fun because like the outside, like the city life is that's a that's a legitly when when I was when I was growing up, like my dream was to go to the city, like to be honest, like this is probably the first time I've ever saying this. Growing up, it was just like, dude, like I'm. Like I watched all like the Home Alones and all these movies, and I'm seeing New York, and I'm seeing this, and I'm saying I'm like, man, I can't wait to leave the country. I hate it here. And then you go there and you experience, it and you're like, oh man, nah, it's not like I thought it was gonna be. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, like could be. It's just it's you. You come from a place where everybody's so friendly and everybody's so willing to help you, and you go to a place where shit, everybody's trying to get over on you. It changes like it like you you get to see perspectives basically. Yep, you get to see perspectives. It's it's crazy, man. But you, you want to end it here, man. 
Because uh, we quit kind of long this <laughs> Man, that's good. Hold on, I'm going to end this thing on a funny note. Go uh, What we got? What we got? <laughs> y'all, go get y'all illiterate cousin, Kodak Black. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell that nigga to stop fucking harassing. Dude, Kodak Black yeah, is by far my favorite entertainer. Both musically <laughs> and on Instagram. My boy shooting this shot. When I, that like Kodak Black is the epitome of Antoine Walker on NBA Live 2008. My nigga would shoot that bitch from anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, he been that shorty neck. He wrote a song about her, and I was just like, "Listen, bro, that's when I knew I was cute." Let me ride when everybody hit on me. Let me drive like, oh, shit. I'm a cute ass nigga. But yeah, dude, that shit. That shit weird. Kodak, me. leave that girl alone. You a fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys these are your favorite friends it's the cool podcast episode nine we out this thing peace peace